Hello and welcome to the Dead Letter Movie Podcast, recorded Sunday, January 28th, 2018. I'm Tim. I'm Andrew. This is episode 29, and we're talking today about the Oscar 2018 nominations. Uh, primarily Best Picture, but we'll, we'll hit some of the other categories a little bit too. So, uh, just to run down the list, we've got Call Me By Your Name, Darkest Hour, Dunkirk, Get Out, Lady Bird, Phantom Thread, The Post... The Shape of Water, and Three Billboards Outside Ebbing, Missouri. I, at this point, have seen five of these, two within the last couple of days, and four still to see. So, uh, Dunkirk and Get Out came out much earlier, you know, both in, in uh, 2017, so those were mm-hmm. a while back. Well, Get Out came out in February, I think. I was going to say, yeah, yeah. We, uh, we both said we'd seen that one before we we took our LA trip last year. Dunkirk was definitely a summer movie. It I was. I want to say July. I think so. Yeah. So those two, you know, those ones are those are ones you could watch right now. Like you could go get those easily on disc or rent from any kind of service. So there's there's that for people who are trying to play this game along with us. Um I am in the same I think Tim and I have actually seen the same movies now. Um cuz I I have four left. I have uh, Call Me By Your Name, Darkest Hour, Phantom Thread, and the post, and I think you're in the same boat, right? I am. Although, yeah. it sounds like you're you're knocking at least one of those off a little bit sooner than I am. Yes, uh, yeah. I'm gonna try to go see Call Me by Your Name today. Um, I'm interested in that. I had been interested in it before um, because I had been hearing all the buzz and all the stuff about it. So I, I sort of knew this one was gonna get nominated, but it took forever to come to my area, and it is only in my area at the dumbest show times right now. So. <laughs> So I got to see that one sooner rather than later, but um, I'm I'm interested in it. I think it'll be it'll be it's it's another romance kind of movie. Um, I don't know a whole bunch about it. Um, I'm a fan of Sufjan Stevens though. Um, I've seen him perform live and I've been a fan of him for better part of the decade at least. And he he's up for a song for that movie. He's up for best original song for this movie. So I'm kind of. I'm curious to see how it pans. He has other songs in it from as well, from what I hear. He also wrote a song for Tanya Harding that did not get used in the movie, but <laughs> is still worth listening to. Uh, yeah, so that's 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 one I'm going to try to get done sooner than later. Was there anything that you were kind of like surprised about when it came to what's up and what's not up and you know things like that? Well, yeah, actually, I mean, Get Out is kind of a, a big surprise here. I mean, not that it's mm-hmm. a bad movie. It was, it was really impressive and very well made and definitely gets gets you thinking. And we didn't really talk about it here on the show for reasons that we've discussed offline. I, yeah. I don't feel like we're really qualified to talk about it really in depth like there's there's mm. there's stuff that we're just not gonna quite get our heads around i mean me and me me at least not not to speak too much for you i'm learning but i wouldn't want to i wouldn't want to speak for someone who has their own voice you know i wouldn't want to like that's that's sort of how i feel about that like yeah and well the thing like i wasn't surprised it was nominated because it's had like quite a lot of buzz in the sense that like you know a lot of people are like well this movie is saying a lot of you know a lot of stuff that needs to be said right now and I think what's surprising about it being nominated is that, you know, it's very much a horror film. And that's that's the surprising thing. Yeah, yeah. And the Academy has a long history of really not going for genre stuff. Yep. Yeah, period. I mean, I guess Star Wars was nominated in 77, but but lost. Yeah. I mean, and, and there, there have been other instances where something was, was nominated 
but wasn't ever going to win. But they're few yeah. and mostly far between. Very far between. Extremely uh, far between. Yeah, we, we, we did talk about Arrival last year and how I was gratified yeah. about that. That was cool. Yeah. This is kind of a similar thing, I think. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, like in the 70s, The Exorcist was up, and depending how you feel about Signs of the Lambs, was you know it won even. But, uh, you know, and there was... I guess there was The Sixth Sense. I guess that sort of qualifies as a horror film for a lot of people. Yeah. And, uh, I mean, yeah, I, I guess I'd call it a horror film, I suppose. You know, and Black Swan had been up, but, you know, that once again, that's very few, very far between. Um, <laughs> yeah. Like, there's a lot of years in between those. And it's like, in, in a given year, you will still be lucky to have one genre yeah, movie yeah. up for Best Picture. Yeah. Well, and horror had a really good year last year. Um, it's just kind of a big part of it. I mean, like it, like the horror genre made a lot of money um, with you know a lot of help from a scary clown movie. But I mean, even without a scary clown <laughs> movie, um, I mean, you know, Get Out had done really well. Split had done really well. Mm-hmm. Um, other sequel movies that should have been terrible were like better than they should have. So like it was a surprising. It was surprising at how well that how well the horror genre did last year. So it was kind of nice to see that also translate into into the Academy Awards. I, don't, I wasn't surprised that Get Out that get, that Get Out got up for some for things, but that doesn't mean I'm not happy about it. So um, <laughs> I'm I'm pretty ex, I'm pretty excited because if it hadn't have been nominated, there would have been I wouldn't have been disappointed. Is the thing I would have expected it, you know? Sure. So yeah, yeah. That's that's kind of where I am. I mean, like like I said. It's, it's, it's a good movie. It's worth seeing if you're into that sort of thing at all. Um, yeah. I mean, if if horror is a non-starter for you, then you know, sure, don't don't bother. No, we get that. No harm, no foul there. Yeah. But yeah, I I was just surprised because it's it's a genre piece and mm-hmm. and and very much more a genre piece than than say uh, Shape of Water is because it's also. Right. I mean, it's still. I mean, Shape of Water. I would still say is a genre movie, but is. Uh, different than get out is because it's i don't know this is gonna there's a lot of people complaining right now that we can't really call shape of water a horror film and i get that i don't know if i'd go as far as to call it a horror film i would definitely refer to it as horror adjacent yeah it's still a monster movie like that i'm definitely gonna say it is certainly a monster movie it is and that and that you know monster movie doesn't have to be a horror film necessarily because i wouldn't call a godzilla movie necessarily a horror film either you know right Uh, yeah it kind of blurs the lines on a lot of its stuff. Um, you and I were talking offline that it's more of a romance movie than anything. Yeah, um, yeah. Not not just because it's a love story, but like classically romantic and, and the way it's framed and shot and the lighting and everything. And even the music, I feel, also yeah. kind of plays along with that as well. Um, the music in that's actually really good. I We were, my yeah. wife and I were in the car listening to it um, yesterday and we, like, I don't know, I found myself really liking it, out, even outside of the context of the film. Yeah, yeah, that was... Um, uh, Despla, who's, who's yeah, done, Alexandre uh, Despla. Yeah, done done actually quite a few things that have uh, had kind of high profile in recent years, and and I've enjoyed. Uh, I think he did the music for Atonement too. I really like the music that used typewriter a lot. Yeah, and I thought that was cool. Yeah, so so I think this was a really good year for genre movies, as from the looks of things, or at least the horror and horror adjacent ones. Um, there are still the typical Academy Award movies that are nominated here. Yeah, there are definitely a couple of those at least. Yeah, um, Phantom Thread um, is uh, Phantom Thread is the one I am least looking forward to seeing. Not that I think it's going to be a bad movie. It's just that 
I don't know. I'm not a huge Paul Thomas Anderson fan. I know a lot of people love him, and I think he's a good director, but most of the time I just find myself really under-impressed with what he does. Um, I enjoyed Boogie Nights. I thought that was pretty good. Um, I also really liked Magnolia. I think the only reason There Will Be Blood is a good movie is because Daniel Day-Lewis is in it. Good news! This one has Daniel Day-Lewis in it. (laughs) So that might help. So we'll see what what happens here. So it just strikes me as something I'm going to find kind of dull once I get out of the theater. But I might be wrong. So I also sort of want to be wrong. So we'll we'll see what happens there. Yeah, I'm I'm with you there. Having seen the trailer in front of a couple of different movies now, it just doesn't look like something that really appeals to me personally. Not that it's bad necessarily, but isn't much to my my own taste. Which doesn't mean mm-hmm. that I can't appreciate it, but I might not enjoy it very much. Yeah, this one, I mean, like, you and I, we like to talk about movies because we really like movies. That doesn't mean that sometimes the essence of this job is somewhat of a chore. This is the movie <laughs> I am concerned is going to be a chore. Yeah, more than most of the rest of these, for sure. Yeah. Um, I also feel kind of that way about The Post. Um, once again, I don't think it's going to be a bad movie at all. Richard Nixon is my favorite president, not not because he was particularly like a great president. I just think he's interesting. And so that time and era of the United States is very fascinating to me. And so and, and this isn't just Nixon, but it's, it's a lot of things. Yeah. But so I'm curious about this story. Um, the problem is, is that I feel like Steven Spielberg directs Tom Hanks in a true story is its own genre now. So I'm concerned. I'm just going to be like, I've already seen this movie (laughs) when I'm like, even though it's a totally different subject matter. So I don't know. That's that's, I'm not so sure how that's going to flavor the film. When I finally see it, I'm going to try to not let myself do that, but sometimes you fail. Yeah. 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 It's, I mean, we're all human. Mm-hmm. I, I I get what you're saying. I'm not especially looking forward to it, but I'm not really dreading it either. It's like, there, there are a lot... I mean, Spielberg's good. Hanks is good. Meryl Streep is, you know, always good. I mean, and she yeah. had to be in something this year, right? Exactly. So She's got to do something. Right? I think that maybe that's how you keep your insurance for SAG. I, I have no idea. I don't um, know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> The other day I joked with somebody that if they were going to make a movie of my life, I would totally want Meryl Streep to play me. I think she could do it. No, I'm kidding. Uh, well, not really <laughs> kidding. I do think she could do it. Um, but so I don't know. It's I'm not like I don't, I'm not dreading it, but I'm not looking forward to it either. That's that's kind of how I feel. Yeah, it's I, I'm, I'm just kind of middle of the road about it. It's like this is a movie that I will go and see. Exactly. Uh, uh, we've both seen. Three billboards now. Yes, yeah, I saw this one just just earlier today, and mostly I liked it. Um, it reminded me, actually, kind of uh, from a few years back, The Descendants, in that yeah, I, 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 that. I I bought that each of the characters, you know, were were complex and layered and detailed and had depth to them. Mm-hmm. I know, I agree. I think, yeah, that's totally. I, I mean, I like the movie. Um, I've enjoyed is a is a different word to use for this. Um, because there are definitely parts of the movie that I enjoy, but there's other parts of the movie that you know really makes you feel icky. Um, so, but it, yeah. it, it did. A, I thought it did a good. I thought it was a well-made film. This is the uh, it's the third movie that I've seen from that director in Bruges and Seven Psychopaths being the other ones. And of those three, this is definitely the best one. Although I wish Colin Farrell was in it somewhere. I don't know who he would have played, but 
I like him. It's, <laughs> but, yeah, we yeah. got Peter Dinklage instead. Yeah, Peter Dinklage. Yeah, there's yeah that and uh, in Bruges shares a weird thing in common that I don't know how I feel about. But uh, <laughs> nonetheless, <laughs> nonetheless, it's still a good movie. Um, is worth your time at least. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Darkest Hour. I'm I'm actually kind of looking forward to. I mean, Gary Oldman's a great performer. This this looks like he's he's doing something that's. I mean, a bit outside his his usual box, and mm-hmm. it looks like it's it's going to be a a great performance. Obviously, I I haven't seen it yet. As I said, this is more about Churchill himself than about the war. Kind of yeah. like uh, Imitation Game a year or two ago was more exactly, about yeah. Alan Turing than about the war effort. Mm-hmm. And so I think that'll make this because uh, I've expressed this many times before. It's not that I think World War Two movies are bad. I don't think they're bad. It's just uh, a couple years ago or when I started doing the watch every best picture, you know, that exists thing. There's a lot of World War Two movies. So I really burnt out on World <laughs> War Two. Yep. And so like that, it's another thing that makes this this one I'm not going to say is a chore, but it definitely makes me like, oh, now I got to go see another movie about World War Two. And I'm glad to hear that it's not really going to be kind of like that. So I'm I'm interested in I'm definitely looking forward to seeing Oldman's performance. So I think that'll be I think I might be pleasantly surprised by the time I'm out of the theater. I don't know for sure, of course, but that's we'll see what happens. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we, we do have two movies up for Best Picture this year that are in and around the British contribution to World War II. Yeah, and that might help because it's uh, that's a story that we don't get that much out here in the States. Yeah, so that yeah. that might make it more interesting for us. Um, like as when we did the Dunkirk episode where you and I talked about, about that film, like, you know, I talked about, I think I even said about we discussed how American we felt watching that movie. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Um, why aren't they drinking coffee? Why are they drinking tea and like jam on bread? What's wrong with them? <laughs> oh, well, because they're British. Because <laughs> they're British. Ah, oh, there's nothing wrong with them at all. Oh, something wrong with me. Anyway, the, uh, <laughs> yeah. So like Dunkirk, I thought was a pretty good movie. Um, I like that. It's like a really, it's like just a hundred minutes long ish. It's really tight. It tells the story. It tells the story very well. It's a great little ensemble movie. I, uh, of the ones that I've seen, it's, I can see it being a pretty good contender. Lady Bird, we have both seen. I enjoyed it. There's a, I don't know, it's a, we can get into de- in depth about this when we do our whole round table about all of them. But uh, I enjoyed it a lot. I think that movie is getting a lot of its praise based on the performances that come out. Because everybody in that movie, every single person, even people that only have like two minutes of screen time, do a really good job. Yeah. So I think, and, and so I think like that's what's really, you know, getting it across in the race and yeah and it's a different movie it's it's hard to say exactly what its genre is um i mean dr- uh, dramatic comedy or you know comedic drama you know something like dramedy um which is a word that i have a love-hate relationship with yeah yeah i had kind of mixed opinions about it though just mostly because of the perspective from which it was was shot and 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 told I mean, mm-hmm. it's 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 about this one character, and you sort of see everything pretty much through her eyes, and that, to me, I I think contributed to a lot of the other characters feeling one dimensional, even when they were giving great performances, because that was how she perceived them. Mm-hmm. But that was sort of the point. Yeah, yeah. It, that's the that's the when you give the, when you think about the subject matter of the movie, um, considering it's all done from like a teenage girl's perspective 
perspective. Like it would be like that if it was from a teenage boy's perspective. From a teenager's perspective, it doesn't matter the gender there. I dig that. But we'll we'll talk about that one in depth. Yeah. Yeah. In, in the couple of weeks. For sure. For sure. Is that is that everything? Or is there one we forgot about? The Shape of Water we uh touched on briefly before, but uh I, I think we can can add just a, a bit more here. I saw this yep. yesterday. It's uh, it's very beautiful in the way it's it's shot and framed. Uh, the the music, it it is kind of a, a classical romance. Not mm-hmm. not just because it's a love story. Uh, I I wouldn't be at all sad to see it win. Yeah, I want it to win, but I should see the other ones first before I really like. I mean, because right now I'll admit that the reason why I wanted to win is because it's a monster movie. Um, so that's going to color that for me. But I need to see four other movies before I can like blatantly say what I think is probably what's going to what I think should win and what shouldn't win. But yeah, that's how I feel, too. I feel kind of sad that Doug Jones, that they don't have like a category for for someone like Doug Jones to like, yeah. you know, get get recognized at all. Like has him and Andy Serkis are just going to be. Like, you know, they they just kind of get dropped to the wayside with these the with with these kind of performances. They really do, and, but they're both yeah. keeping busy. Yeah, and that's important. Um, In fact, Doug Jones is doing Star Trek. Oh yeah, is he Doug Jones or is he a monster? No, he's he's uh, he's he's an alien. He's a Kelpian on a Kel- uh, on the new show. In, in my mind, he's a big seaweed. Um, uh, yeah, <laughs> I okay, yeah. Okay, all right then. Um, well, of course, Doug Jones could do that. <laughs> Good for him. Uh, anyway, uh, so I guess that's everything. Um, is there is a uh, is there anything that uh, you felt like was a movie from last year that was particularly good? Was probably not going to be nominated anyway, but you like think people should probably check out nonetheless. Uh, we've talked about a lot of these. Uh, we mentioned Colossal, um, mm-hmm. and in fact, we we saw this when we we did our LA trip and did an episode on it. And yeah, I, I like the movie. It was it was a good movie. I'm not really surprised that it wasn't nominated, though. Well, I mean, no, neither was I. But it wouldn't have been a great surprise if it was either, because it's it's mm. got a little bit of that kind of vibe to it. It's it's sort of prestige acting, and there's yeah. a little bit of effect spectacle to it. But it could it it could have been fodder for original screenplay. I think if it came out, yeah, maybe a little later in the year and had. Uh, though this did not affect me and you, and had better advertising associated uh, with it. True, yeah. Um, because because you and I had somehow learned about the movie without actually seeing a trailer, because that seems to be the big thing that people hate about that movie, is that mm-hmm. people felt like they were going to get one thing and got something else instead, which I understand that's a thing to be mad about. Sure. Um, so, uh, yeah, but yeah, Colossal is another movie from last year. I think that was pretty good. You can Tim and I have a whole long thing you can listen to us talk about for that, but... Like, I really like that. Um, a part of me kind of wishes that it had been up for, or at least been considered in adapted screenplay because although that movie doesn't 100% do the book, it does a very good job of capturing the emotional parts of the book, which I think is actually harder than just showing how a story is told. So, But I also didn't think it would happen either. I wanted it to, but I knew it wouldn't. So yeah. I don't know. Last year was actually a much stronger year than I think people are realizing because... There wasn't as much of that awards bait stuff that you know ended up getting to this part of the race, and I think that's that's a good thing. For years, we've had this more than five nominee thing, and it more or less just ended up being like maybe one or two crowd pleasers, and then mostly a bunch of Academy Award movies. Yep. And I don't think that's the case this year. 
No, I, I, I agree. It's There's a wide range of pictures here. I mean, surprisingly. I mean, a lot of them are, are definitely more, you know, kind of thinky. Yeah. There's, there is that. There's, you know, some, some heavy drama and, you know, people really showing off their acting chops. But it's not inaccessible material. It's, it's not, you know, deliberately obscure. Exactly. And I think that's, I think that means, I think that's showing that we are getting newer stories that we're getting, you know, that film is actually is progressing despite the fact that it's hard to make money off of anything that doesn't feature someone in a cape right now. So that's, (laughs) yeah, there's that. So, I mean, like, I mean, there's a lot, there's a lot of people like having like no hope right now when it comes to the state of cinema. They're like, oh, it's all just superheroes and like no little movie can make any money anymore and no one's going to movie theaters anymore. And, and I'm not going to delegitimize any of that because those are sound worries and everything. Yeah. But I think this year, this crop of nominees actually shows that there's still hope in the state of cinema. I tend to agree. There, there are a lot of those kind of things happening that, yeah, there, there are a lot of superhero movies. And we've talked about mm-hmm. a lot of them. We're going to talk about yep. some more of them. Yep. But, yeah, there, there are these other movies, too. And they're still good. And, you know, yep. there have been people in the theaters when I've gone to see them. Not just me. So, there's that. Yep. So, yeah, that's... Uh, that's the Oscar nominees for 2018, at least for Best Picture. We're uh, we're probably going to try and mop up some of the other categories a little bit too. It's uh, it's like five more movies to cover all the the acting categories. Yeah, so. which is a lot, but I'm going to try to do it. Yeah, we'll see. Yeah, me too. I I don't know how successful I'll be. Some of these are going to be easy, and others not so much. We got a month still. If 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 anyone wants to send us some screeners, um, like if any, <laughs> I'm not going to say no. I'm just going to put that out right now. But yeah. <laughs> right. Because the Academy is totally listening and we're totally members. Totally, totally. <laughs> anyway, that's our show for now. Thanks for listening and we'll see you next time. Bye. Bye.